Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everybody, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB, it's back, baby. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Better say Dodgers. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. Super easy, man. Get started. So just head on over to the website today. Use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BLEAV. That's BLEAV to receive your fifth D. That's five zero percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts thank you so much bet online for bringing this podcast to the people what are you doing right i don't i don't know if i should tell you what happened what happened we're just starting the episode. My, I don't know if she wants me to say. Then say. My wife just walked by. Yeah. Naked. Yes. Trying to distract you, perhaps? I No, I think she just wanted to get a towel out of the dryer, but <laughs> it sure did distract me. I don't think that right. was her intention. So good luck to us all. All right. On this episode. This is uh, great news, which Mike just experienced firsthand. It is uh, stories that restore your faith in humanity and uh, remind you that people actually are good for the most part. And if you would subscribe and let your friends know, that would be very cool. Mike usually does an intro, and I believe today is going to be a repeat of a uh, very certain, maybe the best singer of all time in Bob Dylan. Yeah. <clears throat> story is about uh, firefighters rescuing uh, two human beings and a dog. In two, it took them two hours Ooh. to do this rescue. Um, and they were trapped in a strong current. This is from CNN's Instagram. And watch the work that they do to get this dog safe from these rapids. just look at that dog and go wow that's sad and there's nothing i can do about it but great they pull the man to safety and then they bring the dog i also find it hilarious that there were couple of people around when the person was rescued but then everybody gathered around when the dog came out yeah <laughs> that's we're just sort of the way this, of we're a part of this too 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. I do. I wonder. We we uh, because we do so many stories like this where people are so wildly heroic. You always do that. Well, would I? Right. Act and say. I, it's it's a, it, you can't. You just don't know. I mean, I think because when when like extreme situations hit, your adrenaline and everything kind of goes so haywire. You haven't. You're almost not in control at that point. Like, what would your instinct, you know, where would it leave? Because, you know, you, Kevin, you do insane things if it was one of your kids. Yeah, you wouldn't even course. think. You would just, yeah. And it might not even be successful, day, but I would really, <laughs> I would give it my all, even though it wasn't successful. Yeah, you know, I, of course. But the other day, one of my dogs, Harry, the, the smaller one, um, was, you know, when, when you live kind of in farmland, it's like the risky take. I just hear him yelping like crazy, like he's like real sincere pain. So I just start sprinting and I get to the fence area where I could hear it was coming from like off in the woods. And I'm just about to go jump over this fence. Um, and my intention is just like find out who what's attacking it. I didn't think I'm pretty sure I would have taken on whatever animal because I was so scared and I was so keyed up. But he comes sprinting back at me and he's just normally would come to my feet and he just runs right by me and runs under the fence and runs in the house. Sure enough, <laughs> something really got him bad. He's covered wow. in blood and his neck was oh cut up. Oh, my God. So he's fine. He's in recovery. But I was thinking, like, once everything settled, I was like, man, what, what if I got out there and it was like a pack of coyotes? Like, what do I do? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, may, could I even help? Like, uh, You lose. That's what you do. You yes, lose. Yeah. <laughs> this is a remarkable story. Every once in a while, we do stories on great news where I, I go, dude, superheroes are real. Watch mm -hmm. all the Marvel DC movies you want, but walking this earth amongst us, there are people who are superhuman. Check out this 47-year-old woman from South Africa. Her name is Jackie Hunt Brosma. Now, about seven years ago... She doesn't have a leg. She lost her leg to a certain form of cancer. Wow. And she had not run marathons. Ever? But she lost her leg... From the knee down from cancer, and that's when she decided she's going to break the world record for 102 full 26.2-mile marathons in 102 days. And as of April 18th, which was the last update I got, she had completed 96 of them. So hopefully we will get some story on the next episode where she actually broke this world record. But this is just so remarkable to me. Um, when she was 26 years old – actually, I'm sorry, I missed – misspoke she lost it when she was 26 years old she started running in her 40s so it was about six years ago she started on this quest and she wants to show others in similar situations to hers that anything is truly possible wow that's crazy 102 mar i can't do one marathon in 102 days if you did you would have to train forever and then you'd have to rest for like a week you know what i'm right. saying right like, I'm sure you could, but you'd have to really be like, okay, a year from now, I'm going to train like crazy. And sure enough, I'm going to be in an ice bath for the next three days. She's like, whew, finished on Monday. All right, let's get ready for Tuesday for my marathon. <laughs> oh, my God. That's impossible. With one Good leg. Her. <laughs> this uh, next story is from Nita Applebaum's Instagram. She says, my nephew said he never saw a limo in real life. So I surprised him and pulled up to his school in one for his birthday. <laughs> first, the, watch the kid, because first he starts walking away when he realizes who it is. What's up? <laughs> 
That is sweet. Took work off, got a limo, showed up at school, picked him up. You know, you don't see. see limo. And it's not, this isn't even a wealth thing. You just don't see limos that much anymore because True. most people, they do like the sport utility vehicle style thing or, or like a, just a regular town car. Like, like the real limo is the, is a thing of the past typically. Yeah. True. That's pretty awesome. I love the reaction too. Once the window, he's like, Oh God. <laughs> oh, my that, friends can see. That is my aunt. Okay. Chances are, oh, chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you're interested at least somewhat in weight loss. So before we continue the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom really understands that everyone's weight loss journey is very unique and what works for someone else isn't going to necessarily work for you. So Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible, focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at the pace you're comfortable with. So start building better habits for a healthier, long-term result that you're looking for. Sign up for a trial at Noom, that's N-O-O-M dot com slash B-L-E-A-V, believe, that's what I'm talking about. Again, that's Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash B-L-E-A-V, all right? Personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful about your habits. Come on, now's the time. It is N-O-O-M dot com slash believe. That's Noom dot com slash believe. All right. So we've, in past episodes, talked about these dogs. I could do, you know, bomb-sniffing dogs, these seizure-sniffing dogs, okay? Horses, again, I will point out, the only other animal we should give a shit about, horses and dogs, because they're the only ones I truly think enjoy humans. Um, so check out this little girl is having a tough day. She's crying. Something's going down. She's very young. And a horse without being asked just come in, comes over and comforts her. She totally changes her tune. Check it out. can do this but i don't know anything about other animals i've seen this happen with a horse and i my mind gets just blown 
they can move their skin independently. What? In any part of their body. Like, let's say Horace is standing there on all fours, right? And a fly comes in on his booty. Right. He doesn't have to move his legs. He or she doesn't have to move his legs or his hoof or anything. He can just wiggle his little skin where the fly is, and it goes, and flies away. I was like, whoa, that is, <laughs> that is right. If you have ever ridden horses either, you know that they feel like they're mountains. They're m- monstrously strong. Yeah. And that horse was so incredibly delicate with that girl. Well, they, they really are utilizing equine therapy quite a bit now in the mental health world. And I could totally see why, because, you know, as someone who's had some experience, you know, riding and taking care of horses, that you think your dog can sense your internal emotional kind of setup. Horses are crazy, crazy. I used to t- take care of this one horse, Molly. And when th- most normal days, I'm like, hey, Molly, I'd throw her an apple and everything. She would come and I would have to wrap her up and tie her to like, you know, like a post or anything. And she would give me her head. And I, you know, put the horse and rope around. If I was being particularly crappy every time, it was it was hysterical. And I couldn't fake it. She could send. If I was like in a bad mood, she would literally paste her head and neck against the post so I couldn't get the, <laughs> the rope around. And I'm like, wait, you stinky bitch. Like that's fantastic. <laughs> Until I finally like broke down and changed my whole tune. That is fantastic. All right. Here's a woman who runs a farm that doesn't want to run a farm. That is not her interest, but she's running a farm. The reason she's doing it, she used to work in the city, but she decided to give that all up and move to this dilapidated farm in Nottinghamshire. And oh, this is this is Britain? Yes. And 13 years later, she cares for 170 rescue animals. 170, 170. Oh my God. Watch this. And some of them are janky. <laughs> like that one. Look at that. How's Dumpy doing, Courtney? Yeah, he's doing really well. <laughs> he's eating his food. <laughs> Dumpy is his name. He's got a deformed jaw and too many teeth. So that's something that we're having to have surgery for. Just a little bit today. Good lad. Stumble had to have his leg amputated as a result of a fishing line accident. He's been here for five years now. I've never wanted to do farming and still don't want to do farming. So this this is not about running a farm. It's about running a farm sanctuary and offering animals a different way of life, animals who need a home. You are good boys. Partially sighted pig. We challenge conventions in many ways here, not just with um, rescuing uh, dis- animals with disabilities, but also in the fact that we have an all-female handling team. Yes, you do. Absolutely love what I do. Um, couldn't do this without loving it because it's a, it's a full lifestyle choice. You know, it's twenty-four-seven. Every day has to be the same in terms of animal care routine. Oversized goat. Goat Ronnie. He came to us as a rescue um, because his elderly owners couldn't cope with him anymore with his size, so they were going to have him have him shot. With taking on so many elderly animals, we kind of know we may only be giving them a year of good care and TLC. 
You're not supposed to be pooing in your bed. Your wife's going to have something to say to you when she gets back in here. The rewards of helping animals and seeing them blossom, finding them the right companion, that's a big part of what we do, so that when we're not here with them out in the field, they can have a happy and fulfilled life on their own. that I can do something positive with a piece of land that had been left fallow for so long, that makes me happy. So I'd say there's not big happy moments, but lots of small incremental happy moments, which makes for a really great lifestyle here. Bravo. She says it about five different ways. I don't love it. <laughs> it's not my thing. It's not. I don't like being on the farm. This sucks. <laughs> I do it for the animals and I love them, but this whole lifestyle... Not a lot of big happy moments, but I do have some little ones. <laughs> that is, uh, that's really sweet. That's really yep. sweet. And um, it's, it is sad. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't guilty of it somewhat, even subconsciously. But how we value healthy, good looking animals, wait, like when they, when it goes sour, it's like you almost feel like, well, what are we going to do? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, it's so crazy how people do that, especially yeah, with that's true. farm style animals. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like horses, like janky horses. They're like, well, let's just the shotgun, dad. Listen, we gave it a shot. What are you going to do? <laughs> that's really beautiful. That was really sweet. Man. They did show the janky mouth of the of the goat many, many times, though. I Well, that's because that thing was awesome. I would want that goat that with his Kanye chin. <laughs> It looked like uh, uh, it looked like Bill Murray in Caddyshack. You know, he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he I'm gonna get you um, over. Yeah, that was by Bill Murray. All right, Kevin. Yeah, not a lot of description needed on this one. Okay, it's one of those where you and I, and I'm sure a lot of the viewers and listeners do the same thing, where it's like, well, this guy was kind of motivated by Instagram likes or you know, making it go viral. That was kind of his motive for doing this. But I go, I'm not necessarily sure I care when you see right. it. Same. I don't care. Because it is so unbelievably charitable. And it is so beautiful to see this woman and her husband's reaction. So this is a, a vendor of, it looks like handmade, um, like dream catchers or something in Mexico. So check it out. Hola. How are you? I am fine. Thank you. How much is one of these? This is 400 pesos. It's 20 US dollars. 20 US yes. dollars? Did you make this? Yes, I make. How long did this take you to make? For all... each one day. Can I buy all of them? Todo, todo? See? Si. Yes. All of them. Todo, todo, todo? Yeah. <gasps> oh, thank you. Is it hard right now? I don't have the, the money, the people right now. It's, what's the total? 8,700? Uh-huh. Before you put them away? But I just want this one. Only this? You keep those. Oh, thank you. That's it. Really? I'm that serious. Oh my God. Because you're amazing. You. I love you. Thank you for you. Hmm. Wow. Um, I agree. I don't care why he's doing it. Right. I don't care if it's to grow his social media or whatever, to see the joy in that woman's face. Yeah. And truly, she was thanking God, not the guy in front of her. Right. Right. And, and also I always think of like, what are the most common ways to get buzz on social media or, or YouTube booty, you know, scantily clad sex based stuff, 
No, I'm being dead serious. Like, let's go down the list. Violence or or the threat of violence. People arguing, you know. Janky mouth goats. Janky mouth goats. You know, so if <laughs> if that's another way that a guy or a gal can develop a huge following by going around doing amazingly charitable things, then, hey, sign me up. Yeah, I agree. Because that woman, her, maybe her month, maybe her year was made on that, in that moment. If you spend an entire day making one of those by hand and yes. you're hoping to get $20. 24 hours. It took one it. of them for yes. 10 grand. That's dramatic. I mean, yep. that's, that's truly, really truly dramatic. So good for him. Uh, subscribe to this podcast. If you like it, let your friends know about mm-hmm. it. They come out on Mondays and Thursdays. And Mike always does an outro, and I would like to hear again, please, Kiwi Herman. <laughs> Damn it. Can't think. All right. It's an intro. It's an outro. It's an outro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Because Gavin and Mike are here to give you great news. Hey, where's Cherry? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.